Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas, put them on the train tracks, run over them with our mind-brain trains, and see what they look like after they've been smeared across five miles of train track. I don't, I don't think a train made of brains would be a very good train. Even metaphorically. Even, yeah. But it travels at the speed of thought, so that's pretty good. Well, the thing is, like, I'm, okay, that's pretty good. But the thing is that I don't know how much, the, like, usually our goal is to improve these ideas. I'm not sure if running them over for five miles is going to... Can you find a single piece of evidence that says that we improve the ideas at any point? Would you rather have a penny, or would you rather have a penny that was smashed by a train? Yep, see, there you go. That That's a good point. Another man's, uh, one man's trash is another man's uh, better yeah. trash. One One man's trash is one man's more fucked up trash that... It's kind of cool, actually. And that's what we do here, is we take ideas off of the internet submitted by you, and we smash them together in new and irrevocably horrible ways, and just kind of see what they turn into. Sometimes they come full circle. We take your trash, and we fuck it up, mm-hmm. and it becomes, it becomes trash. art trash. Well, there you go. So let's hop in. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, let's see what's on the rails. Episode 38. Hit us up with your wild ideas. Tosser's Delight says... Everyone gets one day they can relive and alter in any way they please. Okay, so kind of like a, uh, what is that, gopher day? Groundhog's day. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's that gopher day. (laughs) Kind of like a ferret's day. Large rodent's day. (laughs) That's the Chinese, like, knockoff (laughs) version of Groundhog's day. (laughs) It's the IP ripoff version. That's the Atlantic Rim to the Pacific Rim. Yeah, I've read all seven of the Chinese novel novelizations of gopher day, and they're pretty good. Oh, we've got seven more weeks of spring, guys. (laughs) Um, so if you, okay, so if you had one day, you get to choose that day, I guess, or what, though? It sounds like you get to choose that day. That's the key difference here between uh, Groundhog's Day and this, is you get to choose it, and you get to relive it whenever you so please. So it's closer to the movie that has Bill Nye in it. Bill Nye, the science guy? No, no, Bill Nye. I don't know. Um, He's the guy guy who played, uh, Davy Jones in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to assume that you're talking about the butterfly effect. <laughs> Tentacle face guy, really great British actor. What the fuck is that movie called? Uh, something about time. Time, time cop. A wrinkle in time. Uh, time crimes. I think it's literally just called about time. <laughs> it's that time again. Too much time for time. Uh, about anyway, in about time, I guess anyone in his family can relive. I guess any. I think any part of their past they want. Holy shit! And, and alter things. That sounds like a mess. That seems pretty overpowered. That sounds like a lot of one-upsmanship. If you mm-hmm. go back and screw up somebody's day, then they get mad about it and go back and... Well, basically, uh, the main character uses it to get consent. What are you talking about? Is this like a rape? Well, if you go on a date enough times, eventually you're going to warm it out of a girl. 
who's not interested. So that's basically the plot of uh, Groundhog's Day, though, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's what time travel is best used for, is to convince women who aren't interested that they are. <laughs> by tricking them. Uh, I feel like a lot of people would use that the, that gift for that same ability. They go on that one date where they just really biffed it really hard, and then 20 years later they... they met that same girl at their reunion and realized that they've wasted their entire life pining over her and she's really wonderful or something like that. And then they would just go back and just relive that day over and over and over and over again until they get it right. Well, you know what? Talking about this makes me think like if I ever go on a date and it's just perfect. I wonder how many people go on a date and it's like suspiciously perfect to the point where you're like, is this a fucking groundhog? I mean, yeah, that is a fine did you, line. Did you retry this? Is that is that what happened here? It's too good to be true. You're either stalking me or you've been time traveling back and forth on this day over and over again. Are you Bill Murray <laughs> right now? Are you one of those Doctor Who's I've heard so much about? Yeah, you don't want to do that. That's um, That does get really creepy. Uh, but you, how many do you choose, though? I feel like a lot of people, if you just had the, that option any day, you would, by the age of seven, when you realized you had that, you'd just be like, I'm just going to do my birthday again. Oh, wait, so, so did you get the choose? It's not like random? I don't know. I mean, like, do you... like? I, I feel like you would want to wait until, like, you get old as, as fuck, and you're like, okay. No, I mean, the, the suggestion that say you get to choose. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't really specify. So everyone gets one day they can relive and alter in any way they please. Oh. Yeah, it kind of sounds like you get to choose it. That'd be cool. And uh, so does that mean you could pick any day throughout time? Ooh, that's... Well, you would relive it, so if you weren't even alive, you would probably not even... <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going back to fuck a dinosaur. But it's just like alter and relive. Oh, right? weird. You can alter. No, that but day. relive means that you lived it in the first place. I think. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. So I do think that you had to have been alive and experienced it. So you get to go through that day. No dinosaur breeding for me. I'm very. I'm pretty disappointed. What if you don't realize that you have this? It has a. It automatically triggers on your death. So you just relive the day of your death over and over again. Oh, that would suck. But you could probably figure it out. Unless you died of cancer, that would be a bad one. That'd be a really rough one. But like the day where you or got hit like by a train. it's like the movie The Time Machine where like no matter what you do, death is going to get you. It's inevitable. No matter what happens, you're going to get hit by that train. Not necessarily. You just die. Like at 547, you die no matter what. Like No, there's... I disagree. At 547, you're going to get hit by a train. There's going to be some some series of events that's going to cause you, regardless of your proximity to train. Like, no, I'm saying it could be anything. Fate just invents a way to yeah. kill you at that specific time. So like time. a final destination sort of a scenario. Yeah, exactly. So is this a one-time thing? Because it doesn't specify, like, it just says relive. Does that mean one time? You get, like, one shot fancy? Sounds like as many times as you want. Mm. Alter in any way they please. That's problematic. Like, reliving something is one thing, but altering it in any way you please is pretty wild. Like, does that mean you could turn forks into kangaroos or (laughs) with your mind on that day? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, is it your only... Yeah, it says alter. Is it just your actions? I would want to say that it's your your own actions, because I don't... It's just your own action. I mean, as, as magical as this is, I don't see there being any written-in clause where you also have the magic to just make yourself rich and all that sort of stuff. But any way you please, like, it pleases me to be wealthy. It pleases me for it to be a Thursday, not a Wednesday, because I hate Wednesdays. <laughs> Remember that one week where there were just two Thursdays in a row and no mm-hmm. Wednesday? What was that all about? That guy hit, got hit by a train downtown? Yeah. So how about this, though? If two people choose the same day... Are they, like, Highlander-style, bound to, like, only one can come out alive? Maybe it depends on how much they're altering the day. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're like, I want it to be sunny, and they're like, I want it to be rainy and cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a conflict of interests. 
they're both there over and over again trying to make that date perfect but they're they don't have the same oh what if your groundhog's daying each other for the date <laughs> but the other person's trying to ruin it it's like oh no you just all these crazy antics going back and forth just when you think you've got them you realize it's actually part of their oh, yeah. plan they lured you in this could become a really tangled web because somebody else's happiness might be predicated on the failure of somebody else on a specific day. I know mine is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always did wonder how they would do a sequel to Groundhog's Day, and I think we found it. Yeah, this is it. There's a sort of a fan theory about Ned Ryerson from that show or that movie. You remember the guy that like keeps annoying the shit out of him on the street? The the insurance yeah. salesman guy? There's an alternate theory that he's actually Groundhog's Groundhog'sing it he's, also. But he's Mr. Groundhog himself. Yeah, but he's failing at it utterly. Um, so I don't know, just for interested viewers, go back and watch it from that point of view. Apparently is it the goal for everyone groundhogs in the day at the same time to get the same girl. No, he's just trapped in his own hell that he can't get out of. (laughs) Yeah. So like, yeah, if you've got like your arch nemesis, Ned Ryerson out there trying to screw up your day, I mean, that can come like, so if everybody's got free reign to alter it in whatever that way they want, it just totally breaks down into a wizard battle every single time. Yeah, basically. So it's like, I had summoned dragons. Oh, I summoned five more dragons than you dr- just summoned right now. The thing is, if you could alter it in any way you please, I guess the first person just could just like, on their day, be like, I'm going to get rid of this thing that people... <laughs> is it just a matter of who wakes up first, though? It... Yeah, so I'm just gonna, no, it's just like the first person is just going to be like, I'm going to go back to the beginning of time and make it where no one has this but me, and I can do this. <laughs> but that's not that one day. Like. Just go back and that's how that's how God exists. He went back in time and made himself. I'm gonna God. go back in time and I'm gonna have a talk with the God, with himself, God. Because as soon as as soon as you relive a day and you make yourself God, then you're a God through all of time, and then you can go do this whenever. Mm, that's true. If you do, it's a freaking broken. If you system. go right for the jugular and you say, "I'm gonna alter this day in whatever way I want to," and now I'm giving myself God power, I am God. Yeah, that's kind of that's. I gotta say, being God doesn't sound that fun, though. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was just wondering if being God is kind of like being Santa Claus from that Tim Allen movie, where God is like trying to get out of it. You come up and you're like, <laughs> you're like, I know, I have the solution. I'm gonna go to the beginning of time. I'm gonna stop this from happening. And then God's like, I got you. Now you do my job. I'm out. He bounces. <laughs> he heads to a Shit. beach. You know, God's yeah. having a great time while you're stuck with God duty. He goes and actually has experiences and stuff. Yeah, dude, God duties. God did he freaking blows. It's a lot like, of work. It's just that God made us in his image. And uh, the image that I have that is apparently the same as God's is very Randy a lot. Mm. And I could satisfy mm-hmm. that as a human, but God, what's his deal? Yeah, how you Randy know? does God get? Uh, God, yeah, God can't, God can't have consent because he can just make whatever he wants to happen. It's also yeah. rough, too, because... Uh, God has to start all the trouble in the world, though, too. Like, he's got to shake it up because mm-hmm. if he's going to do anything, then that assumes that there's somebody trying to or some force trying to oppose him from doing a thing. So then where are you, where are you stuck? That's true. So you got you to gotta be out there making, like, devils and stuff like that, like equal and opposite forces that are trying to oppose you. Yeah, like Mitch McConnell. Like Mitch McConnell. You're out there just dropping fat, stinky Mitch McConnells out into reality. Or, or Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, or Bill, Bill O'Reilly's. O'Reilly. Just to make shit happen. And then all of a sudden, you're the bad guy. Yeah, you're the bad guy all of a sudden for, for dropping those stinky turds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not my... That's not That's not for me. That's, that's not, not for how me Ryan, That's not how Ryan gods. That's not when, how Ryan When Ryan, Ryan gets the god job. I'm a, I'm a one-lifetime show sort of a guy. I'm yeah, here. Yeah, no more. I'm going to smell the smells. No more Bill O'Reilly in, in Ryan's god land. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm, then I'm going to dead. I'm dead and I'm gone. So deal with it. 
All right, let's see what else happens here. 12 time Tony also throws onto this pile. If all of someone's orifices are plugged up, they'll will they'll explode. All right. I don't like this one. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh, wait, okay, okay, okay. Let's think. All of the orifices, is it external? Oh. We have internal orifices, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think I think it's just external that we're Yeah, let's, let's go. It, that makes it a little bit easier. Uh, so that's nostrils, ears, mouth, and your peep and your b-hole. And the naughty bits for male and female. This is really risky. Um, this is really risky to have intercourse in this world. Because if you have a bad head cold and you're having intercourse, you are already ninety percent of the way to yeah, you're, exploding. You're real close. The, yeah, and then and then you have some sort of weird ear fetish. You're fucked. Or just something crawls in, like if you live in a filthy house and a cockroach crawls in your <laughs> something ear. Crawls. Or you're yeah, you're boning down at a concert. You got earbuds in. You know, it's like, yeah, oh, your earbuds. Oh, you oh, forgot your earbuds were in. I'm having. I'm having sex right next to this big speaker here. I don't want to blow out my eardrums, but I gotta get. Gotta have I got noise yeah. canceling ear earplugs in and a fucking dildo up your butt. What the hell? <laughs> maybe you maybe you sneeze so hard that your your nose plugs up with snot and then you poop at the same time. Oh god! And then it's all over. That's the end. You explode. You blow up. And you probably cause a chain reaction because you're spewing a lot of matter that gets in people's ears. I don't entirely agree, but it does bring up a good question of whether if you're if you're about to poop, is that count as a plugged hole? Because I mean, that, it that's coming out. <laughs> Let me be but honest. It's plugged I've, at that moment in time. It's plugged. Yeah, I mean, so you have to be very careful when you have a head cold and you're pooping. That's a that's a very, that's a dangerous game. Dangerous you're situation. But so if you have a head cold and you're pooping and you're sticking your fingers in your ears <laughs> and you've got. A pacifier in your mouth. That's a dangerous and, game. And you're and you're peeing at the same time and it's like, oh man, here I go. Yeah, see, is peeing plugging that hole? I don't think that I don't think that it qualifies. To me, plugging plugging implies that it blocks things from getting out and poop and pee get Pooping, out. Oh it gets out, let me tell you. It gets <laughs> out whether you want it to or not. Okay. Like to me, I'm thinking corks, baby. Um, I'm thinking yeah. freaking okay, corks right. up in there. So when something externally is jammed into an or- orifice and stops it up. <laughs> For a period longer exactly. than ten seconds. So we got it. We got to cork everything up. This is another one of the scenarios or one of those suggestions where it's like this could be our world. How many people have plugged up all their orifices? <laughs> Not me. We wouldn't. Know. And is like, do you think that if you make a new orifice that alleviates the pressure buildup and you don't explode, like if that's your only only way out, like give yourself a tracheotomy or something like that? Yeah, or or a colostomy. Or a colostomy. Yeah. I wonder if the um, submission board that we receive mm-hmm. our stuff is, is actually a divine channel from some, mm-hmm. like we could be, we could be, I mean, this, this all could be real. We would never know. Like this is one of those things that I feel like we need to find somebody that just like tests out these theories on a week to week basis. Yeah. Not us. Not me. I'm not, I'm not going to no, plug not, up all my orifices. for me, obviously. I don't get paid. I like my orifices where they are. <laughs> I like my orifices unplugged yeah, and open. Free to, free to be themselves. Free to fly in the Anything wind. Anything can go in or out of them at just, any point. That's how I Just air it. flapping in and out of these orifices. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this tie into uh, the first submission? How does this tie into uh, Groundhog's Daying? Is that what one person did was like, man... I'm going to I'm going to change the fact that people don't explode when all their orifices are plugged up. <laughs> I think it's too potent. I think you can't change it. Or maybe no one wants to I don't change know. it. I mean, it seems to be a natural law. Apparently, mm-hmm. it just occurs. Maybe it feels really good to have all your orifices plugged. Maybe it feels good to explode. 
Maybe it feels great to explode. If there was a way to die that felt so good, it was better than living? I guess I just answered my own question. I was going to ask if anyone would do it, but yeah, I guess if it, <laughs> if it feels better than living. But how um, would you know? That's the thing. Is that... How would you know? How would maybe it's because like as soon as you get to the brink of death, you start to feel the pleasure. I mean, yeah, if you, I mean, like that that pressure, that explosion pressure starts building up, and it feels incredible. And if it's like if it's up to you by yourself, you're not going to stop it. You're just going to let it go because it feels so good. But if a friend pulls the plug out of your ass, then you won't yeah. explode, and you'll be like, "Holy shit, that was a close call." Nobody that did explode has ever stopped themselves from exploding. So you have to assume that it was good enough that they just went with it. Well, I'm a little curious as to like. Does your body explode or do these plugs just like is is there a point where you can just be like, okay, I'm popping these plugs out. They're, they're <sighs> full force. I'm using this to blow these things, blow these hatches out. I feel like it's an instantaneous. It's like, an instantaneous it just, thing. It's faster than pulling the pin on a grenade. You don't even have that three seconds. I think I th- I know. I like the idea of the pleasure building up a bit. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about like the chemical reactions that are going on here, you know. That's a, that's a So you're saying fast. like can you can you use that power to your own advantage or something like that? Like plug yourself up and then like let it happen for like a second or two and pull your mouth plug out and just shoot fire yeah. or yeah, something well, who like needs, that. Who needs guns in this world when you can shoot bullets out of your butt? You know, like, so you just have like all the plugs in, but one at a time, and then you just pop that in for a split second and pull it out as fast as you can, and, just let... and somehow resist the 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 most incredible pleasure you've ever experienced <laughs> to do it. That's a wild assumption. I'm not sure that we're really landing on that. I'm not so sure that it feels really good. <laughs> Only one way to find That's out. That's true, but I'm not. Got to get some corks. I don't want to open that door. We can help door, you out, honestly. Ryan. Let's show. We can, we can, we were happy to happy to help. Let's show you the way. All right. So, Cry Motion says, when you see an an advertisement, you are compelled to purchase whatever is being advertised. So, if you see an ad, you have to I do. Feel it. like I like this less and less with every new idea. Uh, they're pretty rough. This is a shitty world so far. This is not a great world. No, you have to relive it over and over again. You are compelled to buy whatever you see. Mm. So, in this world, like people are aware of this obviously so they must have some serious restrictions about advertising or do they because all you have to do is make an advertisement about advertising and people are going to invest in it that's a good point if you make an advertisement about like voting for a specific candidate who's pro advertisement <laughs> yeah then like the, the floodgates yeah. come open the pro ad candidates so is it the last one that you saw because there's a lot of fucking ads out there right now for for and against certain uh congressmen and senators and all that sort of shit it's just a constant struggle. Like people are always looking, not even at the ground, because as soon as you start looking at the ground, people advertise on the ground. You are always, maybe it's not just looking at the advertisement. Maybe you have to like perceive what it is. So as soon as an advertisement crosses into your periphery, you have to look away immediately <laughs> and hope that wherever you looked away to is not another advertisement. What about hearing? This makes it really scary because if you have to plug your ears all the time, then you're just really one more step closer to exploding. That's mm-hmm. true, but I think it only said C. Didn't it only say C? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it's just a visual. Does it, thing. Does it say see? Yeah, if you see an advertisement, you have to do it. Does that go for does that go for animals too? Um, I think you have to be able to comprehend it. That's true. Yeah, can animals um, use money? Some can. <laughs> can a gorilla see? Can a gorilla see like a series of images of someone doing sign language and pick up what they're trying to say? Maybe if you, you teach if you teach a chimpanzee to use money and then teach it sign language for buy now, <laughs> then. The, you're, I mean, you can have an entirely chimp-based economy, really. <laughs> whole whole towns of chimps. You have a very robust chimp-based economy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not bad. That's pretty good. 
I feel like you're going to run into a lot of problems, though. Um, well, for a number of reasons. But going back, again, man, like you've got these trump cards where it's like you can just go back in time and just change the way that advertising works. So you can alter anything that you please. You just make it not work. Yeah, that one really does complicate <laughs> things in this world. I kind of like, let's just pretend that instead of that, it's just reliving the mm-hmm. same day. And you can all. And changing your own actions. It's the phrase in any way they please yeah. that kind of like. Well, wins. let's just let's just say this: they don't please to do that in this world for whatever <laughs> no one, reason. No one wants to change advertising. They're not interested. Not interested. They don't care. It's like, yeah, I could become God if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, honestly, if you if if you were doing it over and over again, and you did run through all of those scenarios, you would ultimately find that it's incredibly boring to do that because nothing is exciting anymore. Like you don't. Nothing's new. Like, you would know what's going to happen. So everybody's done that. Everybody's done the God thing. It's boring as fuck because you know what's going to happen. You can never be surprised. You can't have new experiences. That would be a pretty interesting story, actually. Like, some kid does it for the first time when he's a teenager. He's like, I've got this crazy idea. And he does it. And he goes through, like, some buckwild adventure where he learns the the true value of, like, mortality Mm -hmm. and the meaning of life. And then, like, he comes out of it, and his dad's like, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just yeah, puberty. You're finally a man now. Basically. That, yeah, you did it. You finally did it. You didn't fuck up too bad. You should have seen when I was God for a day. That was <laughs> there weird. There was a lot of butt-plugging. That's why we have that giant dick skyscraper back there. <laughs> I decided to keep it. Uh, yeah. That's honestly, that is, that's the only sequel for uh, Groundhog's Day. That's the only thing way that you can uh, one-up Groundhog's Day. Is to do that with with superpowers, or it could be that Groundhog's Day is something that you pass through, um, sexually, <laughs> sexually transmitted <laughs> Groundhog's Day. Uh, so you do spend that day just trying to seduce and bone down on someone, and then as soon as you do, it passes, and then it's their Groundhog's Day. Oh yeah, so it's like a haunting almost, like your mm. libido is haunted, and the only way you can get. Rid of it. But and the wonderful thing about that is, like, as soon as you've done it, you know you're on to it. So it's just like they can't reverse Groundhog's Day nice. you. Um, but was it, one caveat on that is that Bill Murray did have sex with another girl. Maybe he didn't climax. Maybe that's probably it. <laughs> he was too bored. <laughs> Is the ennui of life because <laughs> it wasn't love and he loved mm. the other girl so you have to find somebody fall in love with them make them fall in love with you have intercourse with them and then pass the curse on <laughs> knowingly passing the curse on oh that makes it so much better having to make them fall in love with you is a lot That's better rough. especially knowing knowingly passing on a curse to them and falling in love with them at the same time that's a real mm. that's a real rough that's a real rough one yeah, because then she's gonna wake up the next day, and it's gonna she's gonna be in the same town on that same like the day after that day, and her day is worse because it snowed too. Yeah, and you you're gonna be super relaxed and happy because like you're you're back into the stream of the way yeah. things should be going. You got your whole life ahead. And of She's you gonna now. be yeah. You get your whole like, life ahead. Later, nice nice knowing you. <laughs> and she's very frustrated. That would be a pretty funny sequel, actually. Mm-hmm. The day after, turns out it's just a sexually transmitted disease. She's got to do it all over again. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> Groundhog's Day 2, Ground Harder. Uh, the day after Groundhog's Day. Um, all right, let's see what else we got here. All right, so Starbeard Boy says, all living beings can be crossbred. All right, fun. Um, so that adds an element of confusion to the... Groundhog's Day scenario that we just played out. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah, you I mean, can Groundhog. Oh, a whole lot of confusion to a lot of scenarios. It really, I mean, it opens up a lot of possibilities. Is that where it came from? Did like, did a groundhog pass this curse on to somebody by having sex with him? 
groundhogs had a groundhog forced tricked a human being into falling in love with them had sex with them and passed on this curse it would it wouldn't be a groundhog because a groundhog isn't that intelligent it would have to be like a part man part groundhog (laughs) thing (laughs) that did it (laughs) Uh, some sort of half groundhog hybrid so any living being is that included like plants and bacteria plants bacteria and bacteria i would i would i would i would like to be a plant boy if (laughs) so does that mean that okay this is going to be get a little crass here but does that mean spreading your life matter all over a plant uh and somehow that in, can impregnate them. It says they can crossbreed. I don't know the, the the workings behind it necessarily. I mean, you can just do it apparently. So, like, I guess you just have to be the right time when it was like mm-hmm. ready for pollination or whatever. When the plant's ovulating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, that's even worse. What if what if pollen gets in your bits and impregnates you? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I just <laughs> might just go the other way, you know. Oh, man, what if you rough. get pregnant with tree baby? Yeah, man. Oh, God. Allergy season is yeah, rough. So cur- Everyone's wearing chastity oh, yeah. belts. Everyone chastity is masks. wearing chastity belts. Chastity <laughs> masks. God, that's no good. Yeah, that's everywhere. This is a pretty rough. This is a pretty rough. And yet, one. yet again, more orifices. Is this how up, Danny you know? DeVito impregnated Arnold Schwarzenegger? What's that? All living beings can crossbreed. That means yeah. like dudes too, right? Yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito can finally get pregnant. By by Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> the the dream he's always wanted. It's the other yeah. way around, yeah. isn't that? Isn't, oh, okay, yeah. The movie in that movie, Danny DeVito got Arnold Schwarzenegger prick. Okay, so if all if all living beings can crossbreed, that means like dicks are out. Who needs them? Vaginas are gone. It's some other sort of way that we mm. do it. Because gender isn't even a thing anymore. If every every living being can crossbreed, gender is not a thing. Yeah, because there are asexual. It, it's all asexual reproduction. Well, it's not asexual because I mean you have to impregnate somebody else, but there are asexual. Well, okay, okay, beings. it's all it's all genderless, whatever yeah. reproduction. So that means I can crossbreed with Steven at my like if he's open to it, of course. <laughs> Is it like a mind meld situation where we like sit in a room together and go into an imaginary space? Yeah, it's like a tantric mind meld. Oh, that's hot. I don't know. This would be weird. I don't think I'd be. Well, I don't think I'd be interested in crossbreeding with anyone personally. I would be interested in making other things crossbreed, though, for science. <laughs> and videos. No, I'm going to get myself a Bulbasaur, let me tell you. We <laughs> took one frog and some fucking plants, and we got we got 80% of a Bulbasaur right there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is Pokemon. Um, this That's is a dreamland. All, all, roads, lead all, all roads lead to Pokemon in this situation. Uh, this is true. I'm sure if you crossbreed enough, you can make your favorite <laughs> pop culture characters. We can make the Predator somehow. We can, we can make anything. We can make Yogi Bear. Like a, a Yogi Bear that actually looks like the cartoon version yeah. of Yogi Bear, probably. Mm-hmm. He wears a tie and carries around a picnic basket. <laughs> yeah, but it's all mm. flesh. Loose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hair-like flesh. <laughs> The tie is flesh. The picnic basket's flesh. Oh, man. Because there's, like, so many possibilities with crossbreeding. You can do whatever you want. It's true. I mean, you can literally do whatever you want to. But the question is, what is the process of crossbreeding something? It's pretty messy. Everyone's got to have their own, like, like pouch, maybe? Like, meat pouch? The thing's... They touch directly, I guess. Yeah, do you rub meat pouches with people? Like, what is this? <laughs> I think you just, there's like a part of you that maybe you can like open up 
and just touch to another person's part mm. or i don't know maybe steven's right maybe it's a tantric mind meld the only thing about that is like how do you cross breed with a, a blade of grass with hey, that i don't know how to how to grass breed in the first place that's true good question nobody knows they just do nobody nobody's ever figured it out it's a mystery to scientists everywhere all i know is if i lived in this world the first thing i do is go back and get rid of this get rid of this after we make um. a mobile <laughs> Yeah, after the bolster, I don't, I'm still. I think the one I would get rid of is the advertisement one. I like this crossbreeding thing. I'm looking forward to all the Pokemon's I get. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why new Pokemon keep yeah, appearing in yeah, the wild. There's just always more Pokemon every couple of years. There's, originally, there was only like 125, but they just keep yeah, fucking yeah, each just, other. Just more different types of Pokemon. This world is yeah. also pure cannibalism because there is a very great chance that you are related to anything that you eat. <laughs> Maybe it's sure. maybe we eat through get our sustenance through photosynthesis or uh, something. Yeah. Other it depends thing. on what's most efficient, I guess. I mean, like if that gets bred into everybody. I, after enough time with everyone crossbreeding with everyone else, do you think that there'd be uh, we'd all just kind of become the same weird thing? Just a homogenous ooze that just we'd all be Bulbasaurs. Yeah, that is the pinnacle of creation. I'm, I'm coming around on. I this think world. we'd all actually be Ivysaurs because like no one wants yeah, that. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like eventually it would just turn into a like a, a homogenous ooze that just covers the entire face of the planet. And keeps breeding within and itself. And reliving one day over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a god. <laughs> uh, this is a nightmare. This is like a Lovecraftian style. Like This yeah. is a terrible world. But at that point, hopefully you've bred out all of your orifices. So... <laughs> You don't have to worry about exploding. Would you not like if you have no orifices? Do you just explode right away? Like, well, if you can, if you can, if if so, it's probably actually a hot commodity to try and find every creature that has more orifices than you do, so that your next generation will hopefully have more orifices. Yeah, less likely to. Blow yeah, because you don't want any crazy people coming up and plugging all the orifices. <laughs> probably a pretty common event. In this you never one. know. That's probably one way that creatures hunt each other. Listen, murder is uh, easier in this world. I guess it's it's just easier in that world. But, like, plugging up a person's orifices has to be one of the more complicated ways to murder a person. Yeah, it takes a lot of work. Forethought and planning, which is why Groundhog's Daying people is really... That's true. It's, it's mm. the most common way of getting this done. you got to figure out what... Just the right time. I'm just, I'm just imagining assassination attempts where, like, JFK was shot in each orifice with a separate cork plug all at once. Or he, or he was eating a really big po'boy sandwich with a runny nose and headphones, earphones, earbuds in. <laughs> yeah, earbuds in the in what, the 70s? Yeah. 60s? JFK and his earbuds. Like two peas in a pod. What even are those things, JFK? <laughs> How did you get those? Some. I went back in time and decided that this is something I pleased <laughs> to have. I'm, I'm just groundhog... Grounds hugging's daying it. What is the pearl? What is the active past tense? I'm just grounds dogging's it. <laughs> grounds godding it. I'm grounds godding it. Uh, I'm I'm live die repeating it. Just raw dogging right. it. Yeah. I've I've gone full Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make every Tom Cruise movie have a time travel element <laughs> to it. Yeah, um, I don't know. This is a troubling world. I don't like this. Let's get rid of the things about it we don't like. How about that? Let's try to whittle this down into something we like. Let's try to peel off the, the broken bits off the tracks of this world. It's, for me, it, it's really the middle two ideas that just kind of ruin a lot. 
I don't know, the first one's pretty fucked up too, like if interpreted too openly. No, the first one's all right. The first one's bad. All right, let's just say Groundhog's Day, the sequel, but now you can fuck a plant if you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you could relive one day in your own life, what would it be? That's Okay. What would my day be? Yeah. Would it be like, would you, would you be the sort of person that would relive your worst day? And try and make it better, or relive your best day and try and make it better. There's no making my worst day better, so, um, that's my thing. Is like, it's like I feel like I, the only thing I would do with this opportunity is go back to when I was like in high school and just write a bunch of notes of like, "Don't do this. Go see a doctor. <laughs> Take care of yourself." Mm. It would just be a big note sheet, you know. That's all. That that would be my that'd be my solution. So. What? I, are those my only two options? Can I go to another day? Oh, you can go to another day. You can go to like a middle of the ground, middle of the road day. Middle of the ground. And do ground. I get to keep my mental faculties? Uh, or do I do I revert back to having like the mind of whatever I, age no, I was? No, I mean, yeah, no, because it, it would defeat the purpose if you had the mind of wherever you were. I think you still mm-hmm. have all of your knowledge and stuff. Wonderful. Okay. So when I used to live in England, around that time, they were casting for Harry Potter. <laughs> And uh, all things considered, relative to most people in the States, I was dangerously close to being Ron. Because I'm a redhead, mm-hmm. I lived in England at the time, and I had a British accent. And I feel like if I relive a day at, in my, my youth enough, I could maybe pull it off. You could become Ron Weasley. I could become Ron Weasley. We would never know you. I could have, I could have the acclaim and success and fame of Rupert Grint. <laughs> You'd have all of Hermione's uh, smooches and everything too. I could have smooched Emma Watson right on the lips. So hey, close. That's worth it. That that's worth it. And then I could have not doing, I could have crossbred with her. Not doing anything <laughs> else for the rest of your life. I mean Okay, so the problem here is though, if this is an open deal and anybody can do this, there are a number there's of There's gonna be a lot of competition. There's a lot of competition. For Ron Weasley. Not even for Ron Weasley, but for Hermione Granger also. Ooh. That's true. It was all bets were off as to whether freaking Emma Watson was going to grow up to be a, a hottie, you know? There's a whole lot of, like, uh, leapfrogging here of people, too. So it's like, I've I've often had the fantasy of, like, if I was transported back in time, like, 50 years, I would know all of the number one rock hits of the next 50 years. So I could just go back and, like, be the Beatles. Like, you know, I could just go back and just <laughs> play those songs. So like, like Eleanor Rigby before they came. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you just do that um, and you're hailed as a genius. Like even people could go back and pitch to like the publishing company like, I've got this great idea for this book series. It's called Harry Potter. And here's the rundown of it. <laughs> and I'm not a homeless person. I'm not. <laughs> I, have, I, I come from this time and I have a home. Yeah. Despite my smell, I'm very lucid. I know what and I'm this, doing. And the cell phone I have in my pocket. Do not question me on what a cell phone is. <laughs> so are you are you positing that all geniuses throughout time have done this? You don't know. William Shakespeare is like, I know all the classic stories throughout history. Mm-hmm. And these are the six or seven best ones. That's how like a that's how I like a fucking nobody you know that movie where they tried to like picture like imagine what really happened? Like the it's called Anonymous. Uh. It's like this is this is what really happened. This is it was some Duke who you know, was under the guise of Shakespeare, but it was really him all along. But what if like you go into the theater to see that movie and it's like it's a time travel conspiracy where Shakespeare was just a dude who went back in time <laughs> and put on all these shows to become super famous throughout history. I mean, that's what the Time Cop sequel should be. Or there should have been a series of like Time Cop shows like 
Time Cop SVU or something like that. Where you're stopping like time criminals from going back in time and like becoming and plagiarizing other people's works and stuff. I gotta say, going back in time to be William Shakespeare probably wouldn't be that great because like is he he's one of those guys who really only like he was probably pretty well known while he was alive, but he really only reached the the peak of his fame after yeah. death. Him and Van Gogh. It's true. So I mean, honestly, the real the real game is like in our time right now because you have all of the amenities. You've got a much larger audience. You've got self-driving cars. You've got virtual porn. I mean, you've got anything you want. So you, this is where you want to spend your money, is right here, right now. You don't want to go back into the 1600s or the 900s, because it's just kind of a shit show. I mean, you're you're pooping in the cold, no matter what. In the wintertime... Well, it's all about when you were born, because you can only relive your own days. I you know. It's true. What day I, would you relive, Ryan? That's a good question. Yeah, I, thank you. It took me a while to think of it. I had never heard of it before. No, I would probably be the day that I had the most access to w- women and alcohol. Probably, <laughs> I don't. Um, Ryan's a simple man. Yeah, I mean, have simple tastes. I would probably want to exploit those tastes as, as thoroughly as I possibly could, and also a couple hours of just alone time. So that'd be pretty good. Yeah, spoken like a dad, like a real, <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. kind of pervy dad. A, a papa. <laughs> I, for a second, thought you were going to say that you were going to sit down for some Judge Judy. And I was like, hell yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's watching that Judge Judy. That is so incredibly specific. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's watching some Judge watch Judy this, with his time. I one episode of Judge Judy again and again. I just can't I went back in its prime. I went into the, into the studio. I was there every time. <laughs> That would be actually really fun to go back to a day that you were in court and just run circles around the judge and the lawyers. I know exactly what you're about to say, judge. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take I'll take it from here. <laughs> like I'll get you off. What would you hold on, what would you breed together? And what would you breed with? Yep. Ugh. It says all living beings can crossbreed. Does that mean you can take multiple beings and crossbreed them at once? Does it just have to be a oh. just have to be two? No, I don't know. I don't think you can just squeeze a bunch of animals into a pot and get Something. I think it's really still pretty linear. It's A plus B equals C. So you think it's you think it's just two? Okay. Yeah, that's probably the easier solution. I would probably cross breed breed a bat with like a panther or something like that. I was just about to say like we gotta watch out for just what's happening in the wild. Mm. Like a spider cross breeding with like a butterfly or something like that. It's just a flying spider. I don't need that. That would suck. I do not need that. If I was going to breed with something, it would probably just be a human female. <laughs> Where's your sense of adventure, Ryan? <laughs> okay, a human female crossbred with another human female. Uh, what what would that look like? It would have, it would have four, uh, four tits. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say four tits. Are we talking four tits? Okay. That's what Ryan's after. Okay, if that's how it works, if it's A plus B equals C, then a human female crossbred with a human male would be a pretty weird combination. This is why it only works if it's genderless. This is why you can't have genders. Not saying it's it's a good idea, but Um, all right, then a human female mixed with something really fuzzy. I don't know. There's no option because you just sound like Like a a disgusting fury. You you sound like a disgusting furry, no matter what you say. Like there's nothing you can say that doesn't make you sound like a pervert. You can say a dolphin. There's yeah. nothing weird about that. <laughs> That's how mermaids are made, I guess. Dolphins are slippery and sexy, man. All right, if you say so. I don't really know. I've never really touched one. 
on camera they don't look yeah, that don't sexy no that's a tough question and yes it's a very very weird question but you have to you, you got to take sex out of the equation man yeah. oh. i can't think of, about it as like a, as a weird fetish thing that's about pure love we're not we're genderless we're just humans we're not male or female we're humanoids we're humanoids so yeah maybe cross maybe crossbreeding with a fucking bear lion would be cool mm. your children would be pretty rad to be a humanoid bear lion I guess you can't become it. It's just what your kids. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't like. It's milk. a lot more exciting if you can become yeah. it. Yeah, that would be kind of cool, actually, if you could just pick an animal. <laughs> Maybe the day that you relive is the day of your conception. Oh no! And you somehow manage to make your parents, your sperm that you are, uh, or whatever pollen that we secrete at that mm, point. Yeah. Whatever your genetic material is, you manage to make that go off in a different direction and impregnate something more interesting so that you can become that. <laughs> so like it flies out into the space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you can do whatever you please. I'm going to put me inside of a bear lion. Hope it sticks. Yeah, no, bear lion's a good choice. The, yeah. There's not much that can defeat a bear lion. Except yeah. for a bat panther. It's a bear that was crossbred with a lion that you have now been, uh, that you have now inseminated <laughs> with yourself. Yeah, but like a bat panther has aerial superiority and the claws of but a panther. It's not all about aerial superiority. <laughs> bear lion's got ground superiority. Mm, no, you can always attack from above, and get the drop on. Yeah, them. that's that's fine. But what sort of attacks does a does an air panther have uh, versus a ground bear lion? Razor sharp claws, and and a bear, bear lion's got razor sharp claws. Check, to spare. Right, hundred and seventy pounds flying out of the sky onto your rib cage. A bear lion's got to be, it's got to be like at least four or yeah, five hundred pounds. Yeah, bears, bears are big. I don't know, man. I put my money on on Bat Panther. Well, you're going to lose a lot of money. Uh, I don't have that much money in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're going to lose as much as you put on it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been really gross. You know what? This could have gotten a lot weirder. Oh, yeah. Worse, though. I think we should be proud of where this one, though. Uh, there's, there's a lot less orifice talk than I, you know, yeah, expected. For having a question explicitly about orifice being cl- plugged i'm sure that is just the ultimate shame having someone to die in that having way. someone plug all your orifices yeah that's probably a pretty common assassination uh attempt where it's just like i don't want to just kill him i want to shame him <laughs> and everyone knows you died that way because like your body's in pieces yeah as soon as you as soon as the assassin receives his mark and he opens up the briefcase with the murder weapon and it's just a handful of corks he's like fuck another one of these <laughs> all right better get my wetsuit <laughs> oh man he's the best assassin in the business <laughs> call him johnny the plug he's- He's turned all of his. He's turned parts of his body into corks. He <laughs> can just shove in people. Call Johnny Cork uh, Fingers. There would be some form of martial art that would end up with you, uh, somehow plugging up all the orifices of a person. Cork Magog. Just a bandolier yeah. of corks that you have yeah. that you wear, so you can just pull them out and. No, but what if you don't have your bandolier on you? That's the mm-hmm. point of martial arts. You don't always have your weapon. Mm-hmm. It's all, so it's all is, thumbs. You gotta use your wits and your fingers. It's all, and toes. It's all thumbs and big toes. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta really be creative about how you plug those holes. <laughs> yeah, there's only like two or three ways to do it too. Like there's like Oh, you're just not you're just not thinking hard enough right There's very specific ways that it has to be performed. If you manage to hit their clothes hard enough that it goes into an orifice, <laughs> right? Like like, can you use someone's own clothes to plug their orifice? 
You gotta kick their shorts up uh, their ass and then stick your thumbs kick, in their some, ears. Yeah, stick your the, yeah. right in the butt. In this in this form of martial arts, they fight naked specifically to avoid that. <laughs> you can't get can't get my own gi in my butthole. <laughs> but the only problem with fighting naked is you can get other things. Yeah. Up there oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty open target. Oh yeah. Especially you know you assume the sumo position, then your your bunghole's just all sorts of exposed for someone to come up behind you. And, That's true, man. The, the way they fight is they keep their knees yeah, locked. Yeah, yeah. And their and their dick tucked. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna get a cork in there. That's for sure. Oh shit balls. Well, I think that's a world. <laughs> somehow. Yep. somehow. <laughs> It's not our world, thankfully, but it's... We really pulled it off this time, guys. It's somebody's world. Yeah, it's a world. Yeah, let's leave this one on the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else will come pick that. I'm <laughs> scooping this one up. Let's, let's let the train roll this one over. Yeah, let's let the let's let the trains run over it enough to just get completely disintegrated. Just become part of the tracks. Let's let that train plug all of this world's orifices. <laughs> so you can catch us on Reddit at Disposable Worlds. Um, that is where we take submissions. You can also find us on Facebook, Disposable Worlds there as well. Um, find us on iTunes and other quality podcasting services. They, yes. Sure. Uh, thanks to Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off their EP Primeridian. That's what it's called. You can find it places. And until next time, this is Disposable Worlds. Cover your bunghole. There she blows.